listening to Splash with Shalene Bryan. Get ready to be splashed with love and laughter to rehydrate your soul. Welcome to the Splash Zone. I'm Shalene Bryan here with my buddy, Barbara Cameron. Hey, everyone. And it is so good to be with you because it is so weird to so be so weird. pulled apart. I know. And you and I, I am an extrovert by sh- fact. Like, I need people. Right. I don't mind having some alone time, but this is like over the top. And it it seems like right now, every channel I'm flicking, every TV show, YouTube, podcast is talking about the coronavirus. I know. COVID-19. So we had our normal, we bank these shows, our Splash Zone family. Mm -hmm. We bank shows and they they air then every other Sunday and we love it and we love staying in community with you. But we just felt, I was just watching all of this and feeling like just on my heart during my prayer time, like you need to speak about this, not because I have any wisdom more than anything else that is out there, but I know who does. That's right. And you know who does. And so I thought, wouldn't it be cool for us to address this as a Splash family Mm -hmm. and also would love to hear your thoughts and what you're going through. Um, But this week, I just kind of wanted to jump in. I just felt God saying, you love your Splash family. Why wouldn't you talk about COVID-19 and what's going on and what's right. going around the world and the chaos. and We're all, all affected by right. it. Right. Everybody. Everyone. Because when it first hit, I went, hmm, maybe we should maybe we should go out of the country. Like, let's go back to Rwanda. Why <laughs> go don't to we Hong go travel? Yeah, let's go travel somewhere, right? And then I went, wait, Shalene, it's there too. Yeah, that's like, right. it, it's so yeah. interesting how it's just, it's everywhere. And I remember even thinking, oh, we almost bought that little house in a Whitefish, Whitefish, Montana. And I go, dang, we should have got that. And then I could have taken Barbara and our families and our kids. And we all could have just hunkered down there. And then I'm like, no, Shalene, it's nope. there too. That's right. It's 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 everywhere. But before we get into the meat of this podcast, because mm-hmm. I'm super excited to unpack some of this and what's going on in my heart, just because mm-hmm. it helps me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Michelle Hippler, my dear friend yeah. Michelle Hippler. Mm-hmm. She was telling me that, and maybe those of you listening can help with this. This is just a real tangible way to kind of hop in. For people who have food stamps and need, you know, young moms or mm-hmm. single moms or people who mm-hmm. just are low income, right. they I didn't know this, and you might have known this, buddy. There's these labels. So say you're looking at a, a Skippy thing of peanut butter or right. a Jiffy thing of peanut okay. butter. You'll see these labels, and I'll have Ashley posted on our Instagram. It's the abbreviation W, like for White House, I for ice cream, C for cat, W-I-C. Mm-hmm. When you see that on the label near the price, it's like a little logo off the side of the price. Mm-hmm. You know that that item is a food stamp item. So as people are going in to grab stuff, these poor moms can't get formula. They can't oh get this because they I can't did not buy. Know that. I know they can't buy the other version with the food stamp. They can only buy the one that says W I C or E B T. Elephant Brook wow. Tim. So you, you, if I never looked at that, so now when I go in right. to get our groceries, I want to be mindful that this is what these people need to get that. And those of you oh, who knew wow. that, you're amazing. I just did not know that there I was this labeling system going I on had no idea. at all. Yeah. So wow. it, was, it was really powerful. And I was like, thanks, Michelle, for sharing that because yes. we're doing the podcast tomorrow. That's awesome. And let people know because I think a lot of people want to do something. Right. You know, I mean, it's like, okay, we've been hit by the news. It's now been a couple weeks and we're all going, okay, yeah. uh, how can yeah. I do something? How I can I help someone? I how can, anything. Um, 
But I think the word that God spoke to me during this outbreak <laughs> was, Shalene, what do you worship? Mm. You go out to dinner all the time. You go to movies. You like to go to shows. You you love to have tons of people over. What do you worship that sitting at the feet of me each day mm. isn't good enough? Mm-hmm. And so I actually asked Brooke to join us because she was hit with something. So were any NCAA athlete out there today. Right. Um, here she is, a lacrosse mm-hmm. player at Liberty mm-hmm. University. Right. Not only did her whole college get shut down, and she's online right. like every other university, right. um, but she was just getting ready to start the spring lacrosse season. Oh. Hello. Yeah. And so, you know, you're grinding at 4.30 sure. every morning. Right. You're planning, preparing, right. and then your seasons get started, and it's like, no. Yeah. I mean, if the NBA is going to shut down, the NCAA is going to shut down. Right. So I just... Brookie, are you there? Yes, I yeah, am. So Brookie. she's in Virginia right now. She's staying home, safe, quarantined, Hi, and um, <laughs> and we're all doing our social distancing here. But I wanted you, honey. I was hoping that maybe you could explain a little bit because I'm not a Division One athlete. My heart broke for your team, for all the the young athletes. I mean, I even thought of yeah. your dear friend Amanda Login with the Olympics. Mm. She's you know qualified yeah. to play the Olympics, yeah. and you're like, yeah. is that going to get yeah. canceled? And these people who are yeah. just so dedicated. But tell me, sweetie, um, and our Splash family, like, what is God teaching you through this experience? Because that had to just hit like a tidal wave. Yeah, it was so weird, because you're so right. Like, it it, it impacts every single athlete from, like, high school seniors, like, Uh. missing their last season to all NCAA athletes, Division II, Division III. We just lost everything we had been working for in the blink of an eye. And it just felt so unreal. Mm. Um, And it's crazy how much loss there's been. And not only for athletes, but for people losing their jobs, people losing so many things. Um, And it's just something to mourn, you know, Mm. like just take the time to, to mourn your season because it is such a big loss. Um, But in the same word, same vein, um, I think, seriously believe, I love that now word that God spoke to you, God, about revealing what you worship mm-hmm. in this moment. Yeah. Because we're getting up, like you said, every freaking day, grinding <laughs> 4 a.m. to 9 a.m., and going in rehab later, getting that ice bath. And it looks like that was what we worshiped because we yep. were constantly putting our effort, our focus, our mm-hmm. heart, and our mind into this thing called the cross. But once that's gone in an instant, I could just think to people who rooted their identity in that and how utterly desolate they would feel Mm. when that happened. Yeah. But what was so beautiful about our team, who is rooted in Christ, was that we just came together as a community and we realized that God just had a bigger mission for this whole thing, for this whole COVID-19 thing. (laughs) Yeah, And um, I think one big thing that I've just been learning that's come out of it was actually I, a couple of months ago, I think it was over the summer, actually, I read this book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. I know you gave it to John me for Mark Christmas. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Literally. <gasps> Such I a good like book. Five of them stockpiled in my room as a gift <laughs> to anybody because I love it. We're going to give one out to a oh. listener. Yes, we are. Ruthless oh elimination. The, the ruthless elimination, elimination of hurry. Elimination of hurry. John Mark and Comer. I think, 
I think God spoke a now word to John Mark Comer because it is so freaking relevant in this uh, time of COVID-19 right now. Um, and I'll just give you a little background on the book. So yeah, please. The way that he got the title, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, was actually from Dallas Willard, the Wizzle, the <laughs> epic theologian. Um, <laughs> Dallas Willard, because, yeah. Yes, because a super famous preacher, he was the preacher of a megachurch. I don't remember what his name was, but he called up Dallas Willard one day because Dallas was his mentor. And the man was going through some really hard times mentally with his church. Everything on the outside seemed perfect as our lives always do, but mm. things, were, things were crumbling underneath. Like his spiritual life was crumbling. So he went to his mentor, Dallas Willard, and asked him, Dallas, what do I need to do to grow spiritually because I am suffocating right now. What do I do? I'll do anything. And Dallas Willard took a moment, just paused, and he said, in order to grow spiritually, you must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. And the guy was like, what are you talking about? Okay, eliminate this hurry thing. Okay, check check that off. Uh, what else do I need to do? <laughs> right, and right. Dallas Willard he's in, a, he's in a hurry to do that, right, Brooke? <laughs> yes, exactly. And Dallas Willard just said, that's all you need to do to grow spiritually is mm. ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. Mm. So John Mark Comer goes in and unpacks that and talks about how our society has become so bent on hurrying like it's almost like a status symbol to be honest like yeah. oh i have all these meetings that i'm so slammed wow you must be so great then buddy you must be so cool you have so many places to go you must be pretty important right right and, so and true Dr. Koma talks about how the hurry this hurry that we're all trying to possess because it's a status symbol um it's a sort of violence on our soul mm. and it's actually ripping apart the themes of our spiritual life. And I think that that is so relevant in our life today. And I think God has brought our lives to a screeching halt. Amen. And is saying, whoa, 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 my dear children. Mm. Um, you need to, like you said, mom, like you need to check your heart. Check your heart. Yeah. What are you worshiping? Mm. What do you desire? What do you value? What are you putting first in your life? Mm. And I think he's affording us in an epic time right now to just slow the frick down. Mm. I agree. You know, it's so interesting that you share that hurry is a violence to the soul. Because if you talk to anyone right now about COVID-19, they want it to hurry yeah. and be over. When mm -hmm. is this going to be done? Yeah. How many more days? <laughs> what do you mean, President Trump? So now good. it's going into yeah. April? What are you doing? Let's hurry and get this thing yeah. over with. And God's like, no, 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 you're not, get, you're not getting it. And I think yeah. there's a time right now mm -hmm. that I have never seen in my lifetime that our whole planet mm -hmm. is having a Sabbath. God says the Sabbath day, keep it holy. And no. I don't do that. 
I don't keep it holy. Like in the Old Testament, you die if you mm-hmm. didn't keep the Sabbath day holy. Mm-hmm. Like slow down, be still, and have some solitude with the creator that's letting you breathe. And I think some people, because in panic, for me, when crisis has happened in my life, and you know this about me, buddy, and Brooke growing up in our home, it's like I try to choose hope over hype, the hype that goes on. I'm going to choose hope because of who I'm listening to. I want to choose preparedness over panic. Like be prepared, but don't freak out like yeah. like God's got this or optimism over other people's opinions mm. and it's so easy to get so much information right now when what you just shared Brooke is just silence be still mm-hmm. J- just listen right. and some yeah. people are listening and don't even and know, know Christ yeah no I'm God and you even shared because you gave me that book for Christmas Brooke and I ended up reading it in January which yeah. was unbelievable none of us knowing yeah. obviously that this book's gonna probably go through the roof because this guy wrote this God oh, obviously I for did. such a time as now that the friend of silence draws near to God mm. so hurry yep is violence to the soul, but the friend of silence draws near to God. And yet everyone's trying to be the loudest out there with the loudest information and the loudest this and the loudest that. Mm -hmm. And I love, I love that in the book, you know, to grow spiritually, we must ruthlessly eliminate hurry. Mm, I love that. Yeah. You know, I'm just looking at my own life, you know, and just how, I mean, my life isn't that active (laughs) as it used to be, but you know, I have my Bible studies, and, and you know, we, we go here, we go there, but it has totally silenced me to just really, again, what, we, what you shared earlier is where, where are my priorities? What am I focusing yeah. on? And yeah. I know that the silence and the rest that I'm having right now is totally having me focus more and more on God, more right. on the hope. Yeah. I don't know how people do it without Christ. I really don't. Right. Yeah. And I know many of our listeners... Don't have Christ in their life necessarily. They yeah, we yeah. don't know. I, I know that. And so, I mean, even with this podcast, I'm hoping that there is something that, you know, Brooke has shared or you've shared, and I'm going to share something a little bit later, um, that if you don't know Christ... Where is your hope? Is it in yourself? Is it in idols of God, money, resources, whatever? That our mind, isn't that where the enemy goes first? He goes to our mind first. We got to control the high ground. That's right. Highest thing on our body is our mind. Levi Lesko, we got to control the high ground. Yep. Yep. And and yet I, I, I find myself praying more, not, you know, necessarily on my knees, but when I'm driving in the car, if I'm in the shower, it's on a like walk. on a walk. Yeah. I'm just it's just like my mind is totally more focused on God. Brooke reminded me yeah. of this verse in Matthew. I love it and I'm gonna read it to mm-hmm. everyone. Matthew eleven, twenty eight through thirty. Are you tired? And I want you to actually own this verse. Like say your name as I'm reading this to you right now, Splash Family. Shalene, are you tired? Worn out? Yeah. Burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. He says, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how mm-hmm. to take a real rest, Shaleen. Walk with me. Yeah. Work with me. Watch me how I do it, Shaleen. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, Shaleen, and you'll learn to live freely 
and lightly. And let me just say, the word religion in here, this is not about religion, people. This is about a relationship with Christ, and he's saying it right here. Mm -hmm. Come to me. Get away from Get away with me. That's right. It's all about Christ. The relationship. And the relationship with Jesus. And it makes me think about, we had Rachel Chan on. Yes. You know, a few weeks ago, yes. they're in Hong Kong. By the way, everybody, listeners, uh, France. Rachel's told- in Thailand. No, she's in Hong Kong. Oh, she is. Oh, yeah, they all made it. Oh, they oh, did. They, they went to Thailand first. Okay, and then they popped over, and I, I just got a. Uh, yeah, it's oh, pretty crazy. Gosh. So I ended up because yeah. what's WhatsApp is so amazing. Yeah. So I talked to her on WhatsApp, and I said to her, I said, Rachel, <laughs> I go. This is what exactly what I wrote. I'm sure you've heard, but the entire area of San Francisco, where they lived, has been quarantined. Mm-hmm. You and Justin obeyed God, and now you don't have to have your baby in a coronavirus-filled hospital in America. Amen. And she goes, I have heard. Man, that's so crazy. When you say it like that, I hadn't thought of it that way. All I can say is that I'm grateful to be here. This is Rachel Jan Clark. And that it's not at all what I expected to feel two months ago. I love and miss you too. Hope you can visit soon. Remember how she shared her heart? And she goes, Mm -hmm. I was nervous Mm because everyone's texting me Mm -hmm. saying, don't come to Hong Kong. This is before it was, you know, got famous in America. Don't come here. You can't have your baby here. Everyone's infected. Everyone's dying. And she goes, I just know that God's calling and leading my husband, leading us to go there. And here she has a two-year-old and she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. She's seven months pregnant. Like she's right. having a baby in April. Yeah. Right. And she goes, but God considered me and he loves me. And as scared as I am, I'm going to go anyway. They get there and where she lived gets locked down, quarantined for from the, the coronavirus. I had no idea. Yes. That, they, they first yeah. did it in San Francisco even before Southern California. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is so crazy. There is no safety, friends listening, mm-hmm. outside of God's sovereignty. Right. There's no safety. Yeah. So if you think you're going to find safety in something else, in your news program, in, it's not found there. It's found only in God's sovereignty. It's found in your Savior. And he's saying, I love you so much that if I have to stop the world to show you how yeah. dear you are, that you need to decide who you're going to worship. You're either going to bow down and worship the things and the idols of this world, or we're going to bow down and worship the true and living God who says, I know the plans I have for you, and they're plans to prosper you and not harm you, and to give you a hope and a future. And I feel that verse so alive and in me more than ever. It is, but it also shows, you know, I mean, it, it gets confusing for people that don't know Christ. Right. It's like, I know the plans I have for you, not to harm you, but to give you hope in a future. People, that's not here on earth. Right. It doesn't mean that God's going to heal everybody here on earth. Right. You obviously see it's he, he's allowing people to to die during this virus. The hope that we have is in is the eternal hope. It's hope in heaven where well, it will be yeah. perfect and beautiful. That's our hope is in Christ. He gave that to us. If we will come to him, receive the gift of eternal life through the blood of Jesus. God loves us that much. He gave his only son That's right. for everyone. And yet there's those who don't know God exists. If you don't know God exists, then ask him to reveal yourself to him. Yes. Ex- yeah. Ask him to reveal, to reveal himself. himself to you. To yeah. you. To you. Totally. 
it's just interesting because 10 out of 10 people were dying before the coronavirus. That's right. And we were living large. And we die, and you either gave your life to the Lord and you went to heaven, or you went to hell. And no one likes to hear that word, right? Right. Because we want to live our best life right now. That's right. The only way this is your best life here on earth is because you're going to hell. Our best life is later. And so he tells us in his word, in this world, there's going to be trouble. That's right. But be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. The world. I've overcome the world. Mm -hmm. And so this is such a world. Like I've never experienced something where, I mean, like when the 9-11 happened or when the big Northridge earthquake happened and when all these, you know, the tsunami in Indonesia, you're like, well, that's terrible, but it doesn't really affect me over here right, in LA. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. Um, and you could go away from it if you wanted to. Right. You, can't you can't get away from this. You and cannot. I think that's what God's trying to tell us. Absolutely. I, you can't get away from me. There's no height. There's no depth. There's yes. no any other creation that can separate Mm-mm. you from the love that I have from you for for yeah. you, which and, is in Christ Jesus. Yep. Yeah, and it's so so kind of Him to mm. do it in such a peaceful way, even though I'm not saying the coronavirus is peaceful by any means, Mm-mm. but um, a tsunami, a hurricane, yeah. how devastating that is to our homes, our, our lives, mm. like um, the nature so itself. True. Um, and uh, the majority of us are just needing to stay within our homes and with our families. And I think that's such a special thing that God's affording us right now. What a right concept, now. huh? But, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, exactly. But with with that verse that you brought up earlier, Mama, um, I love it when it said, "I will show you how to take a real rest." Mm. Um, I think just when we were talking about it, like I just thought about how dangerous it would be for when this all subsides mm. for us to forget mm-hmm. what God taught us mm-hmm. right now in this so moment good. as we're with our people. Uh, leaning into our families, our friends, our community, um, under the social distancing rules, of course. But um, God is teaching us something, and He's forcing our hand into rest. Like He says in Psalms 23, I will make you lie down in green pastures, Mm. you know? And so God is making us lie down because actually it's what's best for us, and we couldn't do it for ourselves. We're so helpless that we couldn't even afford rest for ourselves. So God is forcing our hand to teach us his real rest. That's right. And so I think we just need to be so careful not to forget that. And then the end of that verse when it says, uh, you'll also learn to live freely and lightly. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. When I was meditating over this verse, because I think it's such a critical verse right now, um, what just came to mind was that our schedules have become the slave drivers of our life. Mm -hmm. They have this heavy burden on us. Mm -hmm. We're constantly being called and demanded to go from here to there, from here to there, blah, 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 blah. And God's like, no, 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 no. You're my children. You're called to live freely and lightly. Let me take that burden off of you. I never put that on you. And -hmm. you're allowing your schedules to do that. And so like how the verse says, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Mm. We have all been in these rhythms of life. Like everyone has a rhythm. Like me was me waking up at 428. Then I have my go-go squeeze in my chewy bar. I go to the (laughs) training room before practice. I put my cleats on in the same place. I do the same thing every single day. I go to practice, then class, then training room, 
all these things. I had set up these rhythms for my life, Mm. but I hadn't actually checked my rhythm in a long time. Do these rhythms align with the person that I want to become? Do they Mm. get me to where I want to go? And I don't think that our rhythms, a lot of our rhythms had. And so I think God is slowing things down and putting our rhythm, like rhythms to an utter halt so that we can reset them. So to good. actually align align our life with the priorities that we want to have. I love the way you said that, Brooke, because I know you're not a parent, but there are many parents out there who have their children at home now. Right. And so are mm-hmm. you moms and dads showing your children, you know, what the priorities are? Are you teaching them, Come on. you know, the, the, the priorities and who God is, taking this time? Um, yes. And no, yeah, buddy. And like parents, I feel like I cannot probably speak to this, but I'm guessing parents were praying. Say if you're a working mom or working dad, you're like asking God for more time with your children, like more quality time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you didn't know how God was going to work to make that happen. But But teach them. Yeah. And teach them and show them who you want them to be and how you want them to grow up. Are yes. you teaching them? Are you showing them uh, during this time? Uh, yes. Be that person that you want your children to be. Yeah, I, I love how you said, Brooke, um, I feel like all of us listening right now need to reset our schedules because mm. we have an opportunity right. Yeah. right now to mark a moment in this time that we're going to talk about long after this is over and say, I remember the COVID-19. I marked a moment there to reset my schedule that God was actually giving us all an opportunity to reset, like Brooke said, our life's rhythm. What's your rhythm? What are you pri- your priorities? What what do they need to be, and what mm-hmm. are they? Mm-hmm. Because you have we yeah. have this this time mm-hmm. that is not being demanded of us, right? And that's why he says, "Live freely, live freely, lightly." Yes. It's like all of these. Like my my yoke is easy, Shalene. Mm-hmm. My, my burden, burden is light. Mm-hmm. Follow me. Mm-hmm. And it's like resetting this life rhythm in your home with mm-hmm. your kids, with your mm-hmm. family, with your community, with your neighbors. Right. I, I've I've never seen so many people in my neighborhood out walking. Oh, yeah. I'm like, this so is with amazing. The yeah. They got their They're animals. Dogs. They got their. I know, and, and you're just going. Wait, yeah. The life rhythm of that is so it's beautiful. Beautiful, mm-hmm. and you know what, mom? Yeah, that reminds me of you. Just reminded me of this one quote from the Atomic Habits book. Yes, and it said, um, "Good habits make time your friend, and bad habits make time your enemy." So wow. if we have put in this That's James place, Clear, right? The author of that? Yes. James yes. Atomic Habits. If yeah, it's a good have, book. Yeah. If we have put into place habits that are good for our life and align our life with what we desire and prioritize, then as time goes on, you just want time to go on because then the cycle will do its thing and, and you'll get the results that you want. But if you're not aligning your life and you have bad habits, then as time goes on, you become less and less the person that you want to become. Mm, and good. so I think that's super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
and living our lives. You know, the Bible talks about how tomorrow is promised to nobody, like mm-hmm. Proverbs 27, one, do not boast about tomorrow for you don't know what a day may bring. Hello? Right. I mean, right. I just was speaking. I'm I'm sharing the gospel. I'm speaking on stages. I literally feel like I just lost my job, which everyone listening goes, yeah, hello, me too, Shalene. <laughs> but it was so interesting. And even Greg is nodding, who does all of our mm-hmm. sound and produces. Yep. It's like you have all these gigs, direct TV, this, this, that, uh, flying all over the country. And it just goes canceled, 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 like the flights, canceled, mm-hmm. canceled, canceled. And I would never have been afforded this opportunity, like Brooke is talking about, to reset my schedule, Mm -hmm. reset under Mm -hmm. God's sovereignty the rhythms of my life Mm -hmm. um, and who I want to become in Christ. Mm -hmm. Because we're all becoming something. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all were created God's chief end. The reason Mm -hmm. why He created you, if you're listening Mm -hmm. right now. Is to glorify God. That's right. To glorify Him, right. and so how do we do that? Given this, this time, it's interesting too. Like all the things on my calendar that was so important, like Brooke was talking about, I got to be here, got to be here, got to be here. Mm-hmm. That just got wiped out. And guess what? The world's still spinning. Mm-hmm. I'm still breathing. Mm-hmm. God still has a plan. He's still sovereign. He's still in control. He's not saying, "Oops, it's true. 2020. The COVID just hit. Oh my gosh, what happened, right. people?" He's not saying that. No. And so it's really beautiful because tomorrow is not promised to me anyway. Mm-hmm. So why did the COVID yeah. get my attention? Satan's such a deceiver. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love, Barbara yeah. has a quote she's going to share mm-hmm. from C.S. Lewis. Talk about the right. deceiver. This was uh, something that was written by C.S. Lewis in 1942. And it's a conversation between Satan and Jesus. And uh, Satan says, I will cause anxiety, fear, and panic. I will shut down business schools, places of worship, and sports events, I will cause economic turmoil. (laughs) And Jesus said, I will bring together neighbors, restore the family unit. I will bring dinner back to the kitchen table. I will help people slow down their lives and appreciate what really matters. I will teach my children to rely on me and not the world. I will teach my children to trust me and not their money and material resources. Wow. That was written in 1942 mm-hmm. to speak a now word in 2020. Mm-hmm. If that's not how we're all yes. feeling, I mean, hello, drop that's the mic. Right. right. Right? Right. Yeah. Oh, that is so, so good. So that good. is so it's a, good. It's a revelation. It's, it's like the, this is a spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. This is a spiritual battle that's going on, and it continues to go on, and uh, uh we got to remember that Jesus is the victor, and God is the victor in this story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That Jesus paid the price. That this all started back in Genesis. This spiritual battle, right? Way back in Genesis, right? And still going on today. Yeah. But we know uh, those of us who are followers of Christ know that God is in the victory business. That's right. And the victory has already been won. Mm. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I mean it's it's such a it's mm. such a comfort, you know. It, it just brings such comfort, and it I is. I yeah. hope people listening right now are being splashed with a little bit of that comfort and love to know that as a community we are just trying to be an apprentice of Jesus. I'm mm-hmm. trying to be a follower mm-hmm. of Jesus, mm-hmm. which means that yeah. I have to deny myself, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not 
Shalene's world today, Shalene's schedule, guess what? You can't go to the spa and get a massage. Guess what? You can't go meet a girlfriend at, at lunch. You can't go out and play tennis. You can't go do these things yeah. that I have consumed my life about. But you can do yeah. some things that God is calling you to do, like yes. I shared with you, yeah. with my daughter who yes. had a friend who made some masks. Yes. And so she good. donated those masks. There was nobody to go get those masks and take them to another city, you yeah. know, that was near me. But I had the time. Yes. And I was like eager to. It was like, oh, I can do something. <laughs> Let me out. Oh, cool, yeah. <laughs> and so I drove, yeah. we drove down so and came back. And oh, I felt so good delivering these masks to an RN here in Westlake mm. that needed huh. them so much. And he looked so tired because he'd been working mm. so hard. And I just got the biggest joy feeling that I did something. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. have had time to do that. I would have mm-hmm. let somebody else go and do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we I have feel so like... so much time now. Right. Yeah. It's oh, so crazy. Something. You know, buddy, that reminds me of... Okay, when I was in Israel, mm-hmm. senior year of my high school, I took a trip to Israel um, during winter break. And, okay, what's crazy about Israel is that People practice Sabbath religiously in totally. Israel yep. to the point that the elevators, okay, they actually do it from Friday night to Saturday night. So they mm-hmm. don't do it Sunday, but um, because I that's think that's Sabbath. the Jewish religion, yes. mm-hmm. Shabbat. Yep. Okay. And it was so crazy because it literally feels like right now, you know how the whole world is shut down and people mm-hmm. are with their families. That's what it feels like every week on from Friday night. Saturday night because to the point, so I was in this hotel and I got on this elevator and the elevator, we hit the button on like level five, right? Going level five, got my luggage. I'm ready to hop in bed. I'm tired. And all of a sudden the elevator goes up one level from the lobby to level two and stops. And I was like, what? I was like, I thought I, I thought I hit level five here. And then all of a sudden it goes from level two to level three and it stopped and i turned to my tour guide ronan I'm like ronan what is wrong with this elevator man <laughs> like i'm hitting I'm like, number I hit five. Level five i hit level five and we're stopping one two three then we're going four we stop like ronan what's going on he goes oh Bruki, this is shabbat the elevator is on rest like you, the elevator doesn't even work properly. It just goes on every single level because the elevator is resting. It's and on so Sabbath. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. And so then wow. I get up to the room and I go down into the buffet, which usually is just our group of people. The buffet is filled with families laughing, playing games, having dinner together. And wow. that picture just got brought up. It was ingrained in my mind because yeah. I had never seen a true status lived out by mm. a whole community of people, a whole nation wow, of people. Beautiful. And we're actually afforded that opportunity now. Yep. It's like Israel does every week. And if physically we can't, we certainly can through Zoom and other types of 
things to communicate with one another. Absolutely. Face, uh, yes. FaceTime and Yeah, I'm so Skyping grateful for the technology that. Yeah. Yeah. that we have so that you can feel connected even yeah. though you're distant. I mean, even with Brooke being in Virginia, like yeah. we'll FaceTime each day. I'll watch yep. her make her breakfast and right. it just makes me feel yeah. connected. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's very important slash family. I want to, I just really want us to take an opportunity here because I know we all want to do something. And there's right. this opportunity to not just splash life and love over people around us during this time, but calling someone. Okay, so my mom, who's yes, 97, 97 years old, my sister was over there taking care of her, and she, mom wants to do something. Right. She just sits and watches television or she sleeps, you know, but right. we, we go in there and fix her breakfast and dinner and stuff. But she wants to do something too. And so my sister suggested, mom, why don't you call some people and say mm. hello? And she did. And my sister videotaped her calling people back east, people oh. that maybe she hasn't talked to in a while, and just said, hey, I was thinking about you. I wanted to call and say hello. Okay. I was just like, come it's on. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I don't know if people are aware of this app. I'm going to try to look it up really quick as I'm saying this, because I feel like, first of all, can I just make a really sidebar? This is so off the topic. What's yeah. up with the toilet paper? I mean, it's the coronavirus, not the diarrhea virus. Like, what is going on with the toilet paper, right? And I and I and I feel like there's this um, panic, which also shows right. what you worship. That's right. Like, are, are you really thinking that God's not? He goes, "Why are you worrying about your life? What you're going to eat? What toilet mm -hmm. paper you're going to use to wipe? You know what I mean? Like, look at the birds of the field. They're not." storing up in barns or freaking out and aren't you far more valuable than them? But I thought it would be neat, these things that are so valuable. Like I still am ordering from Amazon. I don't know if you are. And I'm still, you know, the mailman still mm -hmm. comes and mm -hmm. stuff. So I don't know if someone stole these things or they didn't. But I go, you know what? I don't want to feel like that stuff owns me. So I mm -hmm. put out some toilet paper yeah, and I put out some hand sanitizer and I said, thank you for dropping off this package. Feel free to take one. And I oh, love I like toilet that. paper and hand sanitizer. Wow! At my door okay, when they come. Treat, <laughs> yeah, trick or treat. Yeah, trick or treat toilet paper. <laughs> because I'm feeling. And, and the, the kid, the kid takes the whole darn bowl, even though you leave it take one time. Yeah, exactly. He like dumps it in his bag. <laughs> Peace out. But I just He's thought like a mailman taking the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, Slater lady. Um, and I just go take what you need. Thank you. And I love and that. it's so cool because. I don't want something to own me. Mm. I don't want to go, oh, I better not lose my toilet paper. Like you can't pee and get in a shower and rinse off or use a towel and then wash okay. it in your washing machine. I mean, I get number two people, but come on. And so I'm thinking, <laughs> how do I not let this own me? How do I not let it own me? You give it away, right? Yeah. And yet I don't know if it's the five loaves or five fishes, but since this thing all happened, I am not low on toilet paper I'm or paper either. towels and I've never bought any. Not one roll of toilet paper since this thing started, and I've given it away. And Barbara and I did a bridal shower, Brooke, for McKenna, which was just mm -hmm. literally a week before the outbreak, and I did, you gave yep. them toilet paper to wrap up a, like their wedding dress. That's right. Wrap one the of game. your girls up like she's yeah. in her your wedding dress. Yeah. And it's so interesting how God's like, just... You can't, I can't give you anything when you're holding on to everything so tightly. That's right. You can't even get a drink of water if your fists are closed. That's you right. got to open them up and scoop in. So God wants to place something in your hand right now that you're listening, but you got to release what you think, what you're holding on to, because you don't need it. 
He's going to supply everything that you need. And there's things that we can do if it's passing out toilet paper and hand sanitizer, or if it's writing a note or calling like your mom or finding out. So there's this this app. Oh, this is what I want to say. Um, see, I get sidetracked sometimes. I get so excited. Um, <laughs> it's The app is just called Nextdoor, right? Mm-hmm. And it's super cool. I'm sure it's worldwide, or at least in, the, in America. Yeah. And you'll hear people say, hey, um, I'm in my 80s, and I am not able to get to a store. And I'm like, DM me. I'll go get you whatever you need. And I don't know these people, but they live in the 10-mile radius of where my house is. Mm -hmm. And so you can go just drop it off on their porch. Mm -hmm. And then I get back, and I just go on the next thing. And I go, hey, I dropped off your items on your porch. I never even meet them. Mm -hmm. Like, there's things we can do. And you don't even need to meet the people anyway. I mean, not that it matters. But God says Barbara, to do it anonymously anyway. That's right. Don't let the left hand know what the right hand's doing. But our family, Bricky, we did a huge uh, – Blake put it together because uh, they're in Texas, Blake and yeah. Grace, you know. Yeah. Brooks in uh, Virginia. Mm-hmm. The Weavers are in Simi Valley. We're in Thousand Oaks. We did a huge – was it a Zoom, Brooke? Um, And we did this game called Quiplash, where you need your cell phone, but you watch on the monitor. So all of us were on. And, you know, it was just so fun. We did a family game night. Very competitive. We did it with Yahtzee. Yeah. So fun. (laughs) Like, I mean, it was just just so much fun. (laughs) Yahtzee. Yahtzee. Um, But even (laughs) writing thank you notes. Like, I I feel like I send electronic ones. Barbara just received one this week. This beautiful... Thank you note from someone who listens to the Splash yep. podcast and thanking us for Splash and being a yep. part of our family and yep. thanking her for oh, the way that I she know, loves her so dad. and Like random. But you don't and get those anymore. No. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was we, very special. We should try to make that a practice just to write a letter, write a thank you note. It's yep. so special when you receive one. And you can keep it forever, you know? Right. Like, mom, mom, remember how you kept all yours in your in a little fit, chest? And you yeah. can go in there when you need encouragement. Or just want to read them. Yeah. I just, just found a letter Brooke had written me for my birthday, mm-hmm. like brought me to tears, and it just puts you right back there. It's so I've wonderful. Been, I've been putting all my thank you notes uh, up on my shelf, you know, not thinking of anything or thinking sure. I'm going to even get it, but I even have yours, Brookie, when you thanked oh. me from when we went to Africa, oh. to Rwanda, <laughs> to yeah. Rwanda. And uh, I just thought, oh, I'm just going to start keeping my thank you cards up there. Right. And oh my gosh. You, you, I walk by and I go, wow. And then I'll pick one up and I'll read it and I'll go, yeah. wow. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You know, because mm. you kind of lose track of it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, Splash Community Challenge. That's yeah. right. Write Splash a, Community Challenge. Write a letter this week. Write a letter this week. Send me one. I love getting mail. <laughs> anyway, I want to thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Thanks, for joining Brookie. us. And thank you, Splash hey, Family. We you, love Bob. you. And we're, we're praying that God puts his hand of protection over all of us mm. during this time. And remember to live boldly. Mm. In faith, mm-hmm. Come on. faith over fear. But seriously, do not hesitate to reach out to our Splash team if you need anything. We love you. We want to keep splashing. And uh, Barbara, do you have one more thing you want to well, say? I just wanted to kind of put a shout out. Um, yeah. Kirk does this uh, Faith Strong prayer every night for the next 30 days not- on Facebook. Yes. It's called Faith Strong. And okay. he prays. And oh my gosh, last night was he unpacked it. Uh, the Lord's Prayer, which was amazing, mm. but he just does it randomly at six o'clock Pacific Standard Time. If you want to pray with him, um, go to Facebook at six o'clock. 
I love it. I love it. And if you want to get involved, if you go to skip one, the number one.org, we have a special opportunity for people, I mean, living anywhere in in America, but if you live in California, we are connected, skip one with uh, Ascensia. It's a homeless shelter. Mm -hmm. And we go there for years. We go there every Christmas Christmas. for the past Mm -hmm. 10 years. We're guest chefs, but they're not allowed to have guest chefs because they can't cross contaminate. So normally at this shelter, the families have to leave at seven in the morning. They get to get back in at four in the afternoon. Well, now they're there permanently. So the oh shelter's having to come up with three meals a day. So Brett, who's our technical guy at Skip One, he's putting together a perfect button that you hit and you can actually donate a meal oh, to wow. the shelter and it'll be delivered there. So if you want to get involved in any way and you're you know stuck in your house and you can't leave, but you want to do something after hearing this and just loving on your community or loving the people here um, in California, it would be a huge asset to these young families. There's 47 families in there, children, uh, 13 of them are children under the age of uh, 15. And um, I know it would be a blessing to the shelter. So visit skipthenumberone.org, skip something, feed a child. And and why not we just uh, splash the COVID away here? We love you and thank you for listening. Thanks for joining us today. Come splash with us at shaleenbryan.com. 